0: I'm recording this on the off chance that you see this and that you listen to this uh, because this is probably the most viable way to be in touch, I'm thinking. I'm not too sure. Um, So I'm making this video in hopes that you watch it, that you come across it someday in the future, maybe soon, hopefully soon, because I'm quite honestly very worried. All right, attempt number three, a little bit of a clearer mind. And I am, again, same context though, recording this in the off chance that you come across it. And I'm hoping that it can become something that you lean on or refer to or listen to when you need to listen to it. Because, not because anything I say, again, is groundbreaking or news to anybody, but just because when you are in, these kind of these kinds of circumstances. It's very difficult to think straight and to listen to yourself. So oftentimes you need another voice to come in and just remind you of the things that you already know. And I mean, I think you already know what you need to do, how you need to think of it, how you need to process it moving forward. Um, How you need to process what's already happened and what could potentially happen, what might happen in the future. And basically yesterday, I was really, really scared because I was scared that we would lose another great human being who has so much potential. And it's a weird thing whenever we say that, right? oh, they were full of potential. And you think at some point you have to think, what is that potential? What could they have potentially done? And you yourself might be thinking that and you hear it and you just think, okay, well, that's just a nice thing to say. What does that actually mean? And I think that actually means what what impact you can have on somebody else in the most beautiful and profound way. Much like the person that you and I both care about, how much that person has meant to you. You have that potential to be that person for somebody else. And sure, you might have the potential to do a lot of things for the world, for society, in your professional career or whatever, what have you. But I think really the main potential that any person on this earth has is to become a pillar and a source of life for somebody else. A source of knowledge, source of wisdom, a source of emotional support, financial support, sure, any kind of support for somebody else who really, 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 really needs it. And I'm sure you've been that person who really, 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 really needed support and you have received it. So when I'm talking about your potential and what I see your potential being, it is grounded in the way that you carry yourself, the way that you act the way that you think, the way that you speak, the way that you just do things, the way that you spread joy and kindness all around you. Because even for you, if it's a facade, if it's pretending to be okay, pretending to be positive or just trying to fit into society, that has effects, that has really positive effects potentially on people around you and potentially on the right person, the person that really needs that, you could provide that. And that is your potential that I see. It's, in, it's ingrained in you. But that was yesterday. And I'm hoping that that was me being impulsive and uh, getting too far ahead of myself. I'm hoping that that is the case. I'm hoping that that doesn't cross your mind in a more serious manner. Um, because I totally get why it would cross your mind and why you would feel like that uh, and why you will might continue to feel like that. But there are probably stages when it comes to that, right? And I hope that you have the foresight and the self-awareness to take note of that and to reach out for help Um, whether it be me, whether it be your immediate surroundings, whether it be a professional, probably professional is the best, but I hope you are able to see that, to detect that and act upon it because of, again, your potential. Now, in the matter of loss, I am no expert for obvious reasons, but also... I haven't lost that many people, I guess, compared to others. I have that friend who committed suicide that, yeah, I will forever be uh, changed by it. I will not be able to move forward in life without my thoughts returning to that, that relationship and that loss of potential And that uh, potential that perhaps I may have intervened. Perhaps I may have said something more. Um, Not even more. Maybe I could have said anything that would have helped. Because obviously I did not try. And uh, that I carry with me. Um, The loss of another friend, which is actually why I began smoking, Um, as I think you know. I wasn't really close with that friend, but I spent enough time to become familiar and at that young age to believe that uh, anybody you spend any amount of time with is a friend and a valuable one. And and in hindsight, no, we were not in contact constantly or anything like that. We didn't really share a lot of close thoughts and emotions with each other or anything, but at that age in my life, it was my first loss or becoming aware that somebody I knew, whose face I knew, whose voice I knew, and surface level personality I knew, um, had had passed away and could disappear, and that was uh, my first interaction with the idea of death and that sprung a lot of emotions and thoughts about um, the possibility of losing somebody who is in my family, right? And that's a very scary notion to begin to wrap your head around. And I think eventually as time goes by, we convince ourselves or we really work on trying to accept it and not worry about it. I think I personally worry about it a lot more than other people around me, because again, as you know, my brother uh, was supposed to live until 10, and now he is 32. So I think once I realized, okay, death is a thing, people die, My thoughts immediately went to my family and um, working on accepting that one day they will indeed pass. And there was a time where there's a shifting point, I guess, where my parents began to joke about death and joke that uh, not joke that they're going to die, but or I don't know how to basically they were just dark humor type of thing casually mention their deaths and during that phase i was very disturbed um didn't denial was probably the main emotion not wanting to think about it and blah blah so on and so forth but gradually i did come to terms with it in the sense of yeah it's gonna it's gonna happen one day and Nothing, nobody can stop that. Um, And then you get into the discussion of, well, if there was a way to stop that, would you? Um, And I think some people, or at least myself, I don't think I would. Because I think there is a certain beauty in life ending with death. But that is completely besides the point. The point is, my head got to that point, sure. Sure. But when, when my grandma passed from cancer, actually backing out, when my grandma got diagnosed with cancer, as you know, I was not in a good space for obvious reasons, but also (sighs) no logic can prepare you for that. No level of pre acceptance can prepare you for that. The shock, the feeling of your heart sinking and the things you see, how it affects my mother, how it affects my uncles, my father, my brother, and me there were a lot of effects from one simple diagnosis. And amidst all of that, again, for me, it was guilt. And perhaps this is the most prominent thing about loss is that it really shows it really exposes what you've done wrong and maybe that's what you're going through i don't think so from based on what i've seen i don't think you have any reason to feel that way but at least in my case i had a lot I had a lot of guilt when it came to my grandma and I can explain all of them. I know why things turned out the way they did. But again, logic has no place in that type of conversation, right? This is a very emotional conversation. And that is why we as humans are so developed emotionally, in addition to anything cognitive. And to think about it from a logical and rational standpoint, I think is a great disservice to the emotional side of who we are. And so for me, in that period of guilt, Well, they are all, hmm, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but the reason I'm bringing that up is because that is what I was primarily faced with, um, that guilt of not making a connection or caring, um, or having the emotions that I thought I should have regarding my grandma. And there was obviously a stark difference in how I responded compared to my mother, who is, it was her mother that got diagnosed. So for me, that was a very low point in my life because I had just lost everything I felt like. Um, And here I was losing more. I was losing my grandmother because they discovered it very late. And I was losing the most heroic and strong mother that I could have ever imagined. And watching her break down, watching her struggle, watching her become human in my eyes was a very, very, very interesting time to say the least. And the whole period really messed me up in the sense of emotional availability. Um, Probably very different from the person that you knew. But I became a person that had no emotions. Um, And whatever emotions I showed were quite honestly fake. Because, again, I was seeing my hero break down in front of me because I just didn't want to show emotion because that would have triggered more sadness and more heartbreak. Now, in hindsight, would I have changed that? Probably not. And not because it's anything like, oh, it's made me who I am today or it made me stronger or it made me um, this or that. But just because I think it was necessity, it was what I needed to do during that time. It's what I needed to do in order to move forward. But I do think that coupled with the other things going on, coupled with obviously the other things that happened after the diagnosis... I did lose a lot of who, of, of myself. I lost a lot of... I'm assuming you know what I'm trying to say. So in my experience, and maybe this won't be a common stance, I think loss is an incredibly sad thing. And loss is not just that physical loss, but the loss of, a part. yeah, a part of you dies. Right. And part of you is is forever changed, forever gone. And that's that is how I see loss. And that's a very, I guess, pessimistic way of viewing loss. But the thing is, you can't. I tried faking that side of me. I tried to continue and return to who I was before. But that's just not how development and changes work, right? But I also didn't choose to dwell on that loss, too. I chose not to dwell on or lament the fact that I have been forever changed. And I think for me, it was just... My motivation to move forward was... My family, right? Um, my brother, as I'm sure you're aware of. Even now, I have, to, I have to move forward. Because eventually, the responsibility will entirely fall on me. And if I fuck that up, then yeah. So in your case, I think the first one, I can't imagine how much it has broken you. I can't imagine the disappointment and the anguish you must feel. And it's a lot easier for me to say that other people have gone through it you will get through it too. Because I think it's a completely and wholly insensitive thing to think about and to say, because that's such a, you're devaluing something of immense value. So all I would say is, you gotta move forward, eventually. Not right now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. Maybe not even next year. And maybe never fully, right? It, It will follow you around. It will affect the later years. It will always be there. It will always be a part of you. But I can't think of any good reason why that should block any other things in the future that you have in store for you. I think the reason to move forward is very clear. And I'm positive that you can figure out what that reason is. And I don't want to say it because I think it's crass and I think it is insensitive, but I know that you can figure that part out. There is reason to move forward and you will find that and you will. Now the other thing i think i can imagine where your head is at because it's one of my my biggest deepest fears in life and because i know how important it is to you and i've been prepping myself i think for the last few years um, thinking what am i going to do when that time comes How am I going to process that information? So I can only imagine what you must be feeling because that's big. Yeah, that is very big. And and my, my heart breaks, it it really does. I hope you know that, but that comes back to a conversation I had with my mom. And we can return to uh, the story of my grandma. And the, our dust settled last year around April. After those four or five years of all of that shit. And since then, my mom and I have been talking about uh, just her journey. And how she's coping. How she has journeyed through. And I guess she's saying exactly what I was saying, that it's something that still brings her great pain um, to this day and probably for the rest of her life. And it's something that she has to simply acknowledge and move forward because she's living, she's breathing, and... She has a will to do more things in the time she has left on this earth. Of those things that she has to still do in her life is to take care of my brother and is to provide for her family. So, in your case, although I guess maybe the parallels aren't as clear, I hope you do take the next little bit to acknowledge it, um, to not stuff it down like you always do not to brush it aside and put on that facade and pretend to be okay and worry about anything else that doesn't matter what other people think say feel doesn't matter um what your friends and your close ones think feel say don't matter you lean, you lean on them, and you fully expect them to allow you to lean on them. Not in the superficial way that seems to be so common. In an actual vulnerable way where you expect them to lift you up, you expect them to hold you up, um, to keep you afloat until you're ready to walk again on your own feet. Much like I've done for other people, as you have seen and witnessed, I hope. Although, yes, I am a piece of shit. But much like I've done to go out of my way, to listen to others, to prop other people up, to be their stepping stone to wherever they need to get to. I hope you can expect that from other people as well, because I'm not extraordinary. I'm not special in that sense. Other people are willing to do that for you as well. You can expect that. You need to demand that, I think even, from the people that have committed to you, have invested in you, and that you have invested in them and committed to them. You will do it for them when the time comes. And if you will do that for them, you need to expect them to do that for you, right? You need to grieve. Again, shit that you know. You need to just feel it. Just let it let it consume you, Right? not find some sort of escape from it not be distracted by overworking or drinking or whatever other activities we usually draw our turn to during these times yeah just cry every single last tear that you have sigh every little last sigh that you have in your body in your lungs take as many walks as you need to until your legs give out. Stare at walls, stare at plants, waste time because is not, not a waste of time because that is your investment in yourself to become better and to heal wounds that will have to be healed eventually. But again, it can be a long-term process, right? Choose your, choose your battles. Take only as much as, as you know, that you are capable of Do it in small bouts, take small steps and don't be afraid of the next step. Right. You might be worried that once you've taken all these steps, that something will be forever gone or forever you've, you know, but it's not that right. Because again, it will stay with you forever. But you will learn to live with it and you will learn to accept it and you will learn to laugh and smile and feel joy genuinely, fully in other ways. And that is in no way disrespecting that source of pain and sadness. If anything, that is again a cliche. What will lift that up? what will okay fuck it, I'm not sure coding it It's what will make her happy right? It's what she will want for you. It's what anybody would want for somebody that they they love. You can interpret it in as many ways as you want. You can interpret it as an obligation you owe her whatever there's obviously no right answer, and they're all technically wrong answers at the same time. But the bottom line is you will move forward. You have to move forward eventually. And to get there, you have to get there in a healthy manner. You have to lean on the people around you in healthy, honest ways. And you just have to protect yourself as best you can. Don't let it take control of you. Don't let it permanently break you. Just let it take what it needs to take. But you hold on to as much as you can. Because again that is all part of your potential. I don't know if any of that made sense, but I'm hoping beyond the words that um, my heart has reached you. Um, And again, anything that I say is probably gonna sound wrong the next time, if I ever listen, I probably will never listen to this. Um, So please don't dwell on the words, just dwell on the feelings, dwell on the, the fact that, A stranger like me cares a lot about what you care about. Um, And actually about you, too. Because at the end of the day, we're all people, right? We're all trying to figure out this shit called life. And we're all technically in the same boat together. Even though oftentimes it, it doesn't feel like that. We don't acknowledge each other we don't really pay much attention to each other but humans and people are all in the same boat together and we experience very similar things although it might manifest differently in each person's life but the same principles the same lessons i think pass in front of us and some people learn those lessons, some people don't, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, because of that, I care for you. People care for you. People you don't know probably care for you. So for the reason that I was scared yesterday, again, you can think it, but just don't don't feel it. If you can. Don't, act upon it let it just be a natural thought that comes from pain and let it sit there as a thought let do not let it turn into action is my plea to you please again probably might just delete this but in the off chance that you watch this um Hope that helps. And obviously, um, if life permits, um, reach out to me if you need it. Reach out to somebody else if you need it. But I'm sure you'll be fine. If anything, I'm hoping I'm overreacting like I always do. You know I'm a little bit crazy. Um, So please just get through it. You'll be fine. Things will work out. And you'll... You'll be your same joyful self in a couple years from now. And this will all just be one chapter in an amazing string of chapters that is your life. So take care of yourself. Be well. Bye-bye.